Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Welcome, 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 friends, to another episode of the Elite Life Podcast, the empowering episode of the Elite Life Podcast. That's Trisha. I'm Kylie. We're off script right now. We don't know what's happening. Immediately off script. Immediately done. <laughs> Completely just throwing in the hat and just totally doing whatever the hell she wants. Do you see what happens when we put her in charge? Well, what's funny is, is this episode is about discipline, the secret ingredient that propels us towards our goals and helps us achieve greatness. It is the force that separates the average from the extraordinary and... It's a key ingredient to living a life you love so you can leave a legacy you can be proud of. Oh, and that's right, Trisha. That is right. And so today we have a very special episode lined up for you. We'll be sharing some practical strategies and insights to help you cultivate the discipline that's going to take you to the next level in your personal and in your professional life. So before we dive in, let's take a moment um, to reflect on why discipline is so crucial in our pursuit of success. So Trisha, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Well, Kylie. <laughs> Let me tell you people something, just sidebar. <laughs> the shenanigans that go on in between these recording sessions and literally right before Dave starts rolling are things that you're going to want to stick around for cuz someday we're going to put those out and you guys are just going to love us all the more for it. We yeah, and and <laughs> an episode about discipline should be very serious. It should be serious, but it's out of control at this point. So we are gonna <laughs> we are gonna wrangle in our discipline to get our poop in a group, as Kylie would say, and be for real. Because seriously, discipline is what power empowers us to take consistent action despite inevitable challenges or setbacks we encounter along the way, and it provides structure and the focus that you need to stay committed to your goals and overcome the temptation to give in to distractions. And really, without discipline, we're at the mercy of our whims and impulses. And let's be real, as humans, like just like we just showed, we're a hot mess if we don't exercise <laughs> discipline. Everything, the train goes off the tracks and it very often happens. You know, they say like, oh, you know, quitting on your goals is like you get a flat tire and, and you slash the other four. You wouldn't do that. But we often do like, oh, my morning went bad. So this whole day is trash. Like, let's just let's just give up on it. Right. Um, no, we need discipline. It helps us stay true to our intentions and create a life of purpose and achievement. And that's that's what our show is all about, is helping you guys to find your purpose and be high achievers and level up your life. So, yeah. So where do we start, T? Well, you know, my favorite place to start. And that's an audit. It is an audit. It's always an audit. It is. Because, so what are we auditing? Well, we need to make a list of what steals our discipline in the first place. What what makes us be a squirrel? We got to pinpoint what what robs us from our self-discipline because we know, like we know what gets ourselves off track. It's usually the same thing over and over again, right? Yeah. Like for me, it's eating late, going to bed late, not waking up on time. I went through all the trouble of creating a schedule with Andy for work to be productive and hit my KPIs. And, 
you know, last week we had some personal sadness, which, you know, can it I feel like there's this uh, when we talk about discipline, there's this I don't know if it's a stigma, but there's this idea that you you can't um, you can't go. How do I put it? You can't go off like no matter what, like if someone, you know, if someone hits your car, if someone dies, like we've talked about. Yeah. You know, life does go on, but it is OK to set things aside, recover from whatever it is that you need to deal with. But the part of discipline that's beautiful is having a plan put together. Um, like you said, understanding what steals your discipline, having a plan put together that when you're done dealing with whatever it is that got you off track or whatever you need to do to heal um, or recover from whatever it is you can easily get back on track. Like you, when you hurt yourself, you obviously cannot continue to do the regular like CrossFit stuff that you do, but you still have a a plan that will allow you to continue to pour into that discipline. So maybe we're not doing CrossFit three, four, five, six, seven times a week, but we are walking, running, you know, doing floor exercises or things that aren't as high impact on whatever it is that you got hurt on, right? Yeah. So I think what you're saying in a nutshell is discipline is not perfection. Let's right. not confuse discipline with perfection. People that exercise discipline are not perfect, right? A lot of people say, I wish Trish, that I had your discipline or I wish that I had your motivation and I'm like those that's those aren't things so like I I had to sit and think about okay what robs my discipline what gets me off the track to forward progress and momentum because really like I said discipline isn't perfection discipline is consistently working towards positive forward momentum, moving the needle forward. So like mine are um, worry. Worry gets in my way a lot. I will worry about things that will never happen. I am an overthinker. Um, I do want to be I have that perfection mentality and I do know that that's not a real thing. Nobody right. is perfect, especially me. Um, multitasking with screens is huge for me, especially at work. I have three computer screens and my cell phone. I very, very often at work will put my cell phone in a drawer and shut the door drawer because I want to, when I have all of these screens in front of me, I will start doing accounting and then I will check an email and then my cell phone will ring and then someone will walk in the door and then I do this. And, and I know that that steals my discipline from just forward focus on one thing. Um, and then the other thing is my all or nothing mentality. I want to be all in 100% all the things. And, um, I, I, I will like zone in on this work project and I will work like 16, 20, 50 hours on just that. And it's like, oh wait, but I still have to like, you know, go downstairs and tell my kids I love them. Yeah. <laughs> right. For sure. And I can see all those things being distractions for discipline. Multitasking, I totally feel that one. I think we've all been in the boat where it's like, okay, I'm going to clean the living room. So then you find something in the living room that belongs in the kitchen. Then you go in the kitchen and the dishes are in the sink. So then you start dealing with that. So then you find something in the kitchen that belongs in the bedroom. So then you go and deal with that. And then you find the dirty laundry. So then you take it downstairs and then you start doing the laundry. Um, Yeah. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm exhausted now. Yeah. I mean, because th that's the truth. And discipline is the bridge between 
our intentions and our actions. So exactly what I said, you have the intention to do this and be disciplined and knock this out, but then our actions is we go all over the place, right? So it's the ability to consistently align our behaviors with our long-term vision, right? So it's about setting clear goals, breaking them down into manageable steps, and then the big thing, committing, committing to take those steps each and every day. Because when we don't, what happens, I always like to bring the science and the psychology in, we experience cognitive dissonance, which makes us feel bad about ourselves and makes us feel bad about our life. And then we quit on our goals, right? So I am going to lose 10 pounds this month. And then I do perfect. And then I fall off because I have personal sadness. And then I just throw in the whole towel. And then I feel bad about it because in my brain, I made a commitment to do this and then I quit on myself and then my brain feels bad about it and then I lose all of my discipline because of that cognitive dissonance. Yeah, it's a slippery slope for sure. And I know that a lot of people struggle with maintaining discipline consistently. I'm raising my hand for those of you who cannot see us right now who are listening. Um, I am constantly the presence on here who's like, well, it fell off again, but we're going to get back on. And I think that's the other part is just recognizing like we just talked about it's okay to fall off as long as you get back on the horse and having having a plan having some discipline put in place um will help you to make that that transition back a lot more smooth yeah so let's talk about some essential strategies um to create discipline because discipline is not something you're born with it is a skill just like any other skill so the first strategy is to cultivate cultivate self-awareness which is exactly what we've been talking about understand your strengths your weaknesses, and your triggers that lead to self-sabotage. So like you said, I stay up late, then I eat late, then I wake up late, then I feel like garbage, right? Like those are your triggers. You were probably stressed, which triggered late night eating, which triggered staying up later, which triggered feeling crappy in the morning, which triggered a worse day. So you have to set realistic goals and create a clear roadmap to guide your actions. So how do we do that? We implement daily routines and habits that support your goals and surround yourself with a supportive network of like-minded individuals who inspire you and hold you accountable. And this can be in a big way or even in a small way. Like Dave, he's he's kind of funny. He will know like all we share Google Calendar. So he'll see I have like a huge day tomorrow and I have all of these appointments and I'll be in bed. So he knows that I want to go to bed and he will straight up come in and just shut the light off on me. And I'm like, Aww. you're not the boss of me telling me to go to bed. But he knows, he knows that I will feel bad in my brain if I don't wake up refreshed and go out and have a great day. And if I feel bad, that's not good for anybody in my house, right? No. He's the one that's going to have to hear me complain. So that's why I like, like, okay, have, like we talked about in the beginning, have a list of what detours you have that list out in the open, you guys. Like, hey, if I look down at the side of my bed and it has a list of it's after 10 p.m., Trish, go to bed, Mm -hmm. right? You know what? The, the me that knows what the me needs is telling me to turn off the lights and go to bed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, we've already talked, you know, a little bit about, um, 
you know, discipline's not perfection. And I was listening to that Ed Milet podcast that kind of sparked the inspiration for this for this little chit chat. And he says that like even scheduling things like call your mom, um, you know, touch base with I have that like I uh, I have on my calendar like every Thursday or every Friday. I don't always do it, but it says check in with Claire. We have a cousin, Claire. What up, Claire? <laughs> She's in Florida, and she is one of my favorite people on the planet. Um, and I realized after she and Bradley had come up um, for for Grandpa's uh, funeral service how much I really love connecting with her and how much mm -hmm. I miss her. And life gets busy, out of sight, out of mind. It's not it's just life and so I have on my calendar like every Thursday check in with Claire and it doesn't have to be this big thing I'll shoot her a text be like hey mom I'm thinking about you I miss you I love you because I do and I want her to know that and sometimes when life is busy and <clears throat> you look back and you're like dang I didn't talk to my mom once this week or man I wish I would have spent time with my kids like having that on the schedule five to eight family time no phones we're here. We're focused. And that's part of the discipline is being present, right? Yeah. Scheduling everything is crucial. So just like you, I have on my Google calendar, text Nikki, text mom, text Nicole, um, date night, practicing uh, shooting, like everything that I want to do every day I have workout. Every day I have social media posts. So it's not necessarily like somebody, when I went to the gym the other night, it was like 9.30 at night, the gym was closing. I had to finish running. And someone's like, oh, I wish I had your energy. Bro, I don't have any energy after a 16-hour day of work to go to the gym and run for two hours. That was not energy. That was not motivation. That, that was, was discipline. That was discipline. That was purely that every day I have a habit, like you said, of moving my body. So whether that is, like you said, I was injured, I'd hurt my back. Um, even when my back was hurt, every single day I either walked with Dave or I kayaked or I worked my arms, right? Like that's all I could do. My back was messed up. You're not doing abs. You're not running. You're not. I tried to run once. It just put me backwards. So it's not even necessarily discipline. You can look. This is what I took from Ed Milet's podcast too. You you can look and be disciplined without being a disciplined person by simply putting in habits and strategies and scheduling the things. So like I told the guy that was like, I wish I had your energy. I'm like, I do not have energy. I have habits and strategies. I have a habit of every day I move my body. So I don't sit there and negotiate with myself and think, Am I going to work out today? Do I have the energy to work out today? Do I have the energy to make my follow-up calls? Do I have the motivation to prospect? No. Every day it's on my Google calendar that I have to follow up with these five people, that I have to make these calls, that I have to move my body, that I have to call my mom. So I don't say, do I feel like it? Do I want to? Am I in the mood? I just open my calendar and I do everything that's on the calendar. So it's nothing even about discipline or feelings. Because if we only did things when we felt like it, I mean, I wouldn't do nothing. I would sit on my couch and eat Cheez-Its all day. Like, oh, yeah. Don't. No, I'll I'll come join you. I'll bring a bag of Skittles. Right. Right. Like it, it can't be if you feel like it. It can't be if you're motivated. It can't be if you have energy. You're just scheduling the things 
and doing the things. Yeah. And I mean, these don't have to be like big, huge things, right? They can be, you know, micro moves that will that will help you build discipline. Start small. You don't have to look at, you know, like Trisha's. I mean, you've been building your discipline for years and years, you know, 20 years, 20 years of small changes 20 years of before it was workout every day it was guess what I'm gonna park in the back of the parking lot at the grocery store and walk in yeah then I'm gonna walk around the block every day then I'm gonna do couch to 5k which is walk a minute jog a minute like everything was micro moves that compounded and just not quitting just like not quitting. Like this is now what I do. You're I you're developing a new identity for yourself. Instead right. of saying, Oh, I just I'm not a motivated person. Nobody's motivated. No. Like you're cre- you have to create a new identity for yourself. So um you're creating the identity, you're creating the identity of a self-disciplined person, and then you become self-disciplined. It's a muscle, and you gotta work on it like anything else. The more routines systems and organization that you can put in in place for yourself, the less your brain has to actually work. So you know what that means? It means you're less tired. Yes. So when you automate things, right? So again, we always go back to the science. Your brain scientifically is meant to conserve energy and keep you safe and make you work as little as possible. So I know this sounds crazy, but you can do more things and actually be less tired just by making it a routine or a system because your brain doesn't think about habits or routines. It's just on autopilot doing it. So that's why my Google Calendar is so important and why I always talk about it and why I always stick to it because it puts my brain on autopilot. So, I mean, I guess when I said I don't have more energy. I guess I kind of do have more because my brain has conserved more power by me not thinking about what I'm doing, just going through the actions that are already laid out for me that I scheduled, right? For sure, for sure. So what advice would you give to our listeners who maybe have experienced like setbacks and moments where they are doubting themselves and they're feeling like, I don't want to quit, but I don't know how I'm going to continue to. How am I going to make this work? How am I going to do this? Yeah. You know, I think the first thing is it's important to remember that setbacks are a natural part of any worthwhile journey. Okay. Embrace them. A setback is a setup for a comeback, right? And, you know, when when I come on this podcast and, and we talk, you know, you're always like, oh, you're, you're hot mess express and I've got all my stuff together. Absolutely not. Like, absolutely not. I have setbacks literally every day. You know, I am in the trough of sorrow too. And when I come on here, I come on here from a perspective of if I can do it, so can you, right? Sure. If I can go from a, a girl with zero self-confidence, you know, well into 200 pounds, zero muscle, no exercise, no goal planning, no calendar, no structure, no discipline, none of the things, just trying to struggle and make it through as a single mom bouncing my bank account every day, which is where I was when I started this journey. If 
I can pull myself up out of it. So can you. But what I remind myself and what I want to remind you is it's an everyday job. Yeah. It's an everyday job. And you are never going to be perfect no matter how hard you try. And the more you can give yourself grace and pick yourself up and remind yourself that guess what? Even when you fall down, you don't start at step one, right? Even if I go on vacation, if I if I walk out the door right now and I go to the airport and I go on vacation for two weeks and I eat all the food and drink all the drinks and sleep all the day and don't do stuff, when I come back, I don't start over as Trisha from 2005. Right. I just start getting back on track. I go back to eating healthy, drinking water, working out every day. And then here's the other thing. I wouldn't just completely stop all those things because they are now habits and routines. So when I'm on vacation, I don't set my alarm clock, but my body automatically wakes up in the morning. I don't necessarily say, Trisha, you must work out every day. But I feel the need and the want to move and work out because it makes me feel good. It gives me happy chemicals. When I was in Nebraska with Trent, I worked out every day and I felt so amazing, so amazing. And it was because I had all the time I wanted to just sit in the gym and run and lift and do yoga. So I actually got to work out for longer, which sounds crazy that I felt happier and more full of energy working out for longer but that's how it works energy begets energy and you get more chemicals and what do you say kylie well exercise releases endorphins endorphins make you happy and happy people don't kill their husbands they just don't boom they just don't boom (laughs) so um real quick i know that we uh lightly touched on mindset and i was wondering why don't you run down really quickly some points about the importance of mindset and talk about people who do dominate in this area Absolutely. I am going to run down this really quick. Get your pen, get your paper, write these things down. If you don't have one, make sure you mark this podcast, go back and write them down because the mindset of a self-disciplined person is for sure super different than anybody who hasn't embraced working on, um, you know, self-development and just wanting to dominate. Like if you want to be a dominator, this is a list that I got from Ed Milet's podcast that came from elite athletes, your Tiger Woods, your Michael Phelps, like your people that are Olympians that are doing it at the top, just are absolute dominators in their field. Okay. So if you want to be an absolute dominator in your field, or if you just want to be the best version of you, the best mom, the best boss, the best wife, these tips are for everybody. If you want to be better and get to the best, this is what you have to remember. Number one, Genius is 99% perspiration. You have to work really, really hard, guys. Anything that is going to make you great is going to be hard. Yeah. You don't get in the NHL by doing one workout a week, right? You don't become the best mom by sleeping until noon, drinking wine till six, (laughs) passing out with your kids running around. you got to work really hard to be the best at anything you're going to be the best at, period. End of story. You got to work hard, guys. Preparation is everything. 
Practice, practice, study, study, work on your sales skills, practice your sports, practice your your music, make a plan for your kids for tomorrow if you're trying to be the best mom, if you're trying to be the best wife, write down a, things, a list of things you're grateful that your husband does and then share it with him. Do the little well, that's things. That's a good idea. I like that one. Right? Preparation is everything. Prepare the night before for the next day to be great. Like you said, Kylie, set out your clothes, prep your lunch, know what your kids are going to do, do some things for your husband, make a list for your your office. Like you got to prepare, guys. It's everything. Next up, stay calm. Stay calm. I was actually talking about this with Dave the other day. I was like, you know what? What I have realized is the calmer I am in, the calmer of a mindset that I am in when I deal with work problems when they come up, the more calm I am every single time they work out, every single time they work out. But as soon as I start going, oh my gosh, I'm overthinking, that's when things blow up because you make emotional decisions. So you have to stay calm. Let your competition and be nervous. You've practiced, you've worked, you've gotten this, you know what you're doing, Right stay calm. Everything's going to work out. As long as you are not a doctor, nobody dies at the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. We're good, guys. We're good. And then that goes right along with confidence. Be confident. Yeah. Be confident in what you're doing. Whatever you need, God has already put it inside you. For sure. You're already ready for whatever the task is at hand. You made the humans. You have the kids. You'll help them get through the day, right? For sure. Your husband fell in love with you for a reason. You can be a great wife. You can have a great relationship. You opened the doors to the business. People said yes and came and worked for you. You can get that business to the next level. Be confident. Everything that you need is already inside of you. You have it. And then know that you are making history, friends. Everything you do matters. Everybody, every single human that is listening to this, I want you to know you change lives. Parents, what you do rubs off on your kids. Friends, what you do rubs off on your friends. Business owners, workers, what you do rubs off on your colleagues. Everything you do matters. You are impacting the world. Make it a great impact. Mm. And the one that really hit me is work harder after you achieve the goal. After you achieve the goal. After you lose the weight, work harder to get fitter, to be better, to implement that habit so you always have it. After you get the girl, keep doing the little things to make her happy. After you have the kids, Work super hard to be the best mom so that they become the best humans. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. You are great. You have got this. Keep working hard and you will keep leveling up because you might think that your level's here, but you could take it to the next level. You can keep doing more, being more, and getting a little better every day. I love that so much. I feel like that's a good clip that we should share and we can give it out to everybody. And when they need a little kick in the pants, they could just throw that on and get that little confidence boost. That's really good. I love it so much. So I am obviously fired up. Yes. Okay. Let's go do this. Um, We have fresh episodes every, every Thursday. Thursday. Every Thursday morning, you can tune in. You can put us on on your ride to work, on your jog, on your coffee, whatever it is that you're doing in the morning time. So hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. Like this episode. Share this episode with someone. Maybe you know someone who's struggling to get back on the bus or someone who's worried or anything like that. Share the episode. Share the love. And come back next week for more Elite Life. Bye. 
We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.